Well, hello everyone. This is Dr. Eileen, and this is another Daily Dose of Medicine Walk. And for those of you who are listening in on Blog Talk Radio, this is Healing House Radio. So, um, it's interesting uh, for today's topic because it it kind of came up over, you know, every once in a while, it's like suddenly I'll start getting, you know, con- connection requests from, you know, people who I've never met, men who I've never met. And, um, I am, I guess what you would call a devout single person. I mean, if the right person were to come along, yes. Um, I was married for 20 years and when the marriage ended, I realized that I had never really been by myself. I had never really had the experience of honestly being able to live on my own because I kind of, you know, went from my parents' house to college where I had a roommate. Then I came back to my parents' house. Then I had a roommate. Then I got married and, you know, marriage and kids. So really at that point, the majority of my life, I had never really been alone. So once I kind of had the opportunity, I really started to enjoy it. And I really started to, that's why when I talk about how important it is for an empath to be able to have time for themselves, to be able to be alone, to be able to have those spaces where they're just with themselves. They're not reflecting someone else. And, you know, the big question is, who is an empath when they're alone? And that's something that we all need to really work toward, you know, getting to know ourselves. And it was nice being able to just kind of, you know, finish my day working with other people and then come home and, you know, be on my own. And, you know, at at my point in life, I'm, you know, kind of knocking on the door of, you know, late 50s, early 60s. And I really feel okay about, you know, if, if the rest of my life is spent just kind of on my own, me and, you know, my pets, I'm okay with that. And, there's absolutely nothing wrong with, you know, wanting a relationship and wanting to have someone there and wanting to, you know, be in that, that, you know, sort of experience of having someone else there and having that support. And I guess there are times, you know, that I think, wow, you know, it would be really kind of nice to have somebody to share certain experiences with. And like I said, if, if that person were to come up and if that person, you know, were to be the right person, but I'm really not looking. Now, it's interesting with empaths and relationships because we have a tendency to get put into two separate blocks. The first one is where a, people are drawn to you because, wow, you know, this person, they seem to understand me. And most people looking for relationships want to find someone who understands them. They want to find someone who can be there for them. They accept them for who they are and almost on an instinctive level, be able to, you know, mold to their, you know, highs and lows and to be supportive during, you know, anything that happens. Well, nobody's better at that than an empath. And so often people will seek out, you know, on, and it's usually on a very instinctive level. 
they will realize that this is someone who can resonate and then they become very fixated on that person. And even if the person's, it's like, well, you know, I'm just counseling you. Um, you know, it's the idea of transference where, you know, when you're counseling somebody or you're assisting someone or you're helping them, suddenly they create this image in their mind that, oh, this is, this person is helping me because they care about me. Well, empaths, we care about everybody. You know, we make a point of being able to be there when we can help, if we can help, we help. And so it's very easy for people to get kind of hooked into the idea that it means that we have personal feelings when maybe we don't. We're just following our empathic nature. Now, on the other end of the spectrum is the circumstance where people think that because empaths are impacted in a lot of different ways and, you know, we, we can be affected by things around us, then oh, well, they're too high maintenance. Oh, they're, they're too erratic in their, in their personality. Their personality's too intense. They're too weepy or, you know, they're too focused on their friends and they want to help other people and they're not taking care of me. So, you know, between being, you know, it's like, oh, the perfect mate or high maintenance, it's important for empaths to be very clear on themselves. Because if you're around, if you're an empath, and especially if you're still working on learning how to manage your empathy, if people around you think you're high maintenance, that's what you become. That is the reality that you take on. And it really is sad because often people, you know, especially empaths, yes, we're going to, you know, be affected by things. And for some people, you know, they their empathy levels are very high. So they connect on a very high level and very intently. And, you know, for them, it is a little bit more of a work to try to, you know, be able to cap that down and bring it into conscious choice. But while that's being learned, um, yeah, we're going to be affected by things around us. And it is very easy for someone who doesn't understand empathy to just merely, you know, it's like, oh, well, they're too emotional because, you know, I mean, honestly, that's what most of us heard when we were kids. That's what most of us heard when we were growing up. Oh, that child is just too emotional. Oh, they're too dramatic or they're too sensitive. And yeah, we're sensitive. We sense things. We perceive things in a way that most people don't. And when, you know, those our only two options are, you know, perfect and horribly flawed, it makes it very tough sometimes for empaths to be able to be in a relationship where they feel safe, where they feel accepted, and where the other person has the maturity to understand exactly what we are. And... I mean, everybody has different levels of empathic ability, but if you're really empathic, it can make relationships very tricky. So, um, so what do you do? Well, first thing is that, you know, if, if you're on the end where you are viewed or pursued or, or whatever, um, be very clear. If you're working with someone 
and it is, um, you know, you're just trying to help them through a difficult time. Maybe you're a counselor. You know, a lot of people who are empathic tend to be drawn to careers where we help people, where we work with people. And the idea that, you know, some may read more into that than that there really is. You need to be very clear on where you're coming from. If somebody, you know, is, is sort of in, in, you know, pursuit mode and, you know, they're trying to contact you a lot and you know, they're sending text messages, things like that. If you do not want that attention from them, you need to be very clear. And, and once again, the instinct is to become what other people want. If somebody else has it so set in their minds that you would be perfect together, if you're empathic, that will leak in and it's like, well, maybe we are perfect together. That's not what you feel necessarily. You may just be reflecting what that person wants. And in that case, it's tremendously important to be able to stand your ground, to dial down your empathy, to, you know, move from, you know, right brain to left brain, because the left is that analytical side. You go, okay. <clears throat> Am I feeling what I'm feeling because, you know, it's my heart, it, because I'm genuinely attracted to this person? Or am I simply reflecting what it is that they intensely want? And one of the ways you can tell this is how do you feel about them when you're not with them? If you're not with that person and, you know, you think, wow, you know, they really are kind of irritating. They really are, you know, and you see the the phone, you know, text message after text message, and they call and you don't want to take the call. You let it go to voicemail. If you have that feeling when you're not around them and you find yourself, you know, kind of having a hard time when you're around them, telling them you're not interested, that usually is the best sign that it's your empathy kicking in and it's taking you out of your place of choice. So, you know, at that point, you need to do the really hard thing and say, you know what, I'm glad I was able to be helpful for you and I wish you well, but understand that there will never be a relationship between us, ever. This is not going to happen and I encourage you to move forward, but I do not want you contacting me. And... You know, it's, and, and they're going to pull whatever it is that they can pull. It's as, well, you don't know. And what if this, and what if that, you know, I was once told by someone that, you know, I did not want a relationship. I was not in the space for a relationship. And he said, you know, it's like, well, you know, this may be your last chance at love. And I was like, oh, that was such a wrong answer. That was, that was wrong of you to say, you know, that was a very poor choice because it immediately kicked me completely out of empathy into, excuse me, I don't think so. And it is not your job to decide, you know, if I've got love down the line, I will find love if I choose it, but it will be with someone I choose and I don't choose you. So, you know, just, you have to be firm. You have to be clear. You have to be, um, even a little bit, uh, you know, really hard. 
And if you know how, and if you have practiced it, you can always turn the empathy into transmission and go, you're really not that into me. You really don't want to pursue me. You really don't think this is a good idea. And if you are accomplished in doing that, you can be able to reroute someone. And I know it works because I've done it. Now, if you're on this side and you are considered, you know, overly dramatic or too sensitive or all of that other stuff, my best advice is find better friends. And in the meantime, you can explain to someone. It's like, you know, it may seem that I'm very emotional. I'm very sensitive. I am an empath. And here's what being an empath means that I have a very, very strong ability to resonate with the things around me. And you can even relate it to, you know, it's like, you know, I'm sure you've felt that sometimes where, you know, maybe you, you know, get a feeling and, and it really hits you hard and it's not directly you, but it's someone near you. And I have found often that people will, it's like, well, yeah, because sometimes the people who are hardest on empaths are actually you know, buried empaths themselves. And by having someone understand what it means to be empathic and, you know, and often as you talk to the person, you know, and this is what I deal with. And sometimes it can be really hard. And once somebody starts hearing about it, they start relating to it. And they may even start saying, wow, you know, when I was a kid, I was called real sensitive and it's like yeah I'll bet you were you know I kind of sense that in you and you may actually find that someone becomes much more gentle about it because you know maybe they kind of feel that within themselves maybe you know because sometimes empaths just lock it down because they have been so hurt and so it almost drives their empathy into like a dormant state because it's not safe to be empathic so, you know, in that case, often a conversation really will help to clear the air because basically that person doesn't understand what you are. It, they don't understand what that means and what we live with and, you know, what we have to deal with. So explaining it is a really good way to kind of open a doorway for them to be a little bit more understanding and there's probably a lot of people who are empathic that they know that suddenly they'll start realizing, oh, wow, you know, this is an ability and, and, you know, because it's not easy. It's not easy to be empathic. And, you know, it is something that we can definitely live with. I love being an empath, but that doesn't mean it's always easy. So, um, and if they don't understand, go back to the first idea get new friends because if someone is determined not to understand and wanting to project stuff onto you or wanting to belittle you for it or flat out doesn't believe in it and thinks it's psychosis or whatever um you need to talk to different people you need to you need to bring in different types of people in your life and that's not as hard as you think you know it's once you open yourself up to it that empathy is nothing to be ashamed of. It is nothing to, you know, feel like you're more vulnerable. You're not. As I've said before, empaths are the strongest people out there. 
because not only do we deal with our stuff, we have to carry stuff for other people. And that takes a very strong person. And to be able to do that and still keep a loving heart, well, that just takes it to a whole new level. So, you know, never feel bad that, you know, somebody is projecting, you know, those types of phrases, dramatic, too sensitive, um, you know, too emotional. They're only saying it because they don't understand what it means to be you. They don't get what empathy is. They don't feel it the way we do. So it's an opportunity to educate. So no matter where on the spectrum you fall, you are still amazing. You are wonderful. You have choice and can choose how you walk in this world and with who you walk in this world. So good luck with that. And for those of you who are devoutly single, hey, we got this. <laughs> Yet always keep an open mind because you never quite know if that special person's gonna show up. So thank you for joining me. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, then you can connect with me through my Facebook group, Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen. You can follow me on Twitter, and you can also reach me through my email address that is in the description. If you have a particular question, please let me know and I'll cover it in a video. Or if you'd like to talk one-on-one -on -one about it, then I'd be happy to do that too. If you like this video, please press like. And if you appreciate the stuff that, you know, we talk about, then please subscribe because it really helps out the channel. So again, thank you for joining me. As always, I wish you balance and I wish you blessings from my heart to yours. Love you and see you next time. Bye.